0: how
1: are you? I'm good, thanks Nomi, how are you?
0: I'm very well, I'm very well. it's nice to see good. you. You too. Good. What have you been up to?
1: Uh, well, it was, it was, it's half term, so uh, the kids are home. <laughs> Just uh, a bit busy with the kids today. Busy but um, kids. apart from but then, that,
0: it's been all right. They're keeping you, uh, I bet your steps are up with them around, eh?
1: They definitely are. I went cycling in the woods and then uh, came home, played a bit of football with them. Just keep them occupied, you know, that trying to keep them off the screens.
0: That explains the hoodie. That's <laughs> <It does>, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying for a couple of weeks, me and you have been talking. We've spoken often on this topic that we're going to go into. Yeah. But um, I really wanted to organize a podcast with you because mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that you've got some great thoughts um, in in terms of the subject of how to handle and navigate through a marriage in the modern world. I've always sure. admired the way you do it. Just to start off with, do you want to just yeah. introduction into who you are, what you do and how long you've been with your wife for?
1: So, uh, so I'm Hussein, uh, I do a couple of things, I suppose. I, I have a career in, uh, in sales, uh, and I also do, I have other avenues of, um, creating an income, um, uh, been married to my wife for coming up to 13 years this year, but we've been together for about 15, maybe 16 years. Wow
0: a very long time
1: it is a long time it's gone quite quickly actually
0: and how did you uh, how did you guys meet
1: uh we met at a friend's birthday party um we both were there um and we kind of she i she knew my sister from way back um, but i had never met her before and then we met that day um she we started talking and she said let me hold my hold my drink for a minute i need to go to the toilet So okay fine no worries but by the time she'd come back i'd finished the drink Gave me an opportunity to to buy her another drink and then uh, keep the conversation going, really.
0: That's smart, man. I've got to remember that little tactic. It clearly worked. Finish the drink for her and then buy her another one. Um, So at the time, were you expecting, were you looking to meet anyone at that point in your life?
1: I wasn't. um, Prior to that, maybe two, three years before that, um, I was engaged and it didn't work out. Um, and I wasn't actually looking for anything. It just, you know, it just tends to happen. It just seemed to happen that day. Um and as I kind of started getting to know her, started talking to her, I just uh realization came, you know, this is this could be the one. Um and then as we got to know each other more and more, um it just it just kinda of worked and it we kinda of bounced off each other. Uh we supported each other in certain certain sort of difficulties. Um and it just grew from there, I suppose.
0: Sure. And were there any particular qualities you were looking for if you were to meet a girl i'm sure a handsome man like yourself had plenty of options at that time <laughs> did did you did you have anything in particular you were looking for
1: Do you know nothing particular i think there was just things that i didn't want which i had in the old relationship so it was more yeah. about you know the person what they're like what their future aspirations are like um, what they do i think we connected because we were in the same industry there was something to talk about to talk about um and that kind of connected us a bit more as well mm-hmm. um i think quality wise what i was looking for was someone someone down to earth someone a bit more open as well sure. um you know outgoing um just just someone you could rely on and talk to and communicate with in a, in a, in, a, in any environment i suppose
0: okay and was was that sort of a mutual feeling at the beginning? Or did you guys both pretty much hit it off straight away?
1: Yeah, I think we did. Um, I stalked her a little bit because I, <laughs> I found out <laughs> where she perseverance worked.
0: Perseverance always pays off, man.
1: It does, it does. Uh, at the time, I don't know if anybody remembers, but there was a website called High Five or like a social networking. Oh, my
0: God, High Five.
1: Remember High Five? Yeah. yeah. So back in the day before Facebook and Instagram and all that lot. It
0: was all High Five. It was high Five, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, I high-fived her and then mm-hmm. took it from there. And then um, we kind of met because we—I used to live in 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 Est- in, Est- in Chessington. She used to live. She used to work in Epsom, Got so you. it wasn't far away. Uh, so we met up quite often. And then mm-hmm. she ended up buying her first flat, so I helped her to redecorate and just kind of be with her more and more that way. And it just—it just, you know, the relationship just grew and grew, and we started kind of—I started living, like, sort of staying with her for a bit. And then eventually, it was just a, you know, an idea where it was like, okay, she's going to be the one. Um we went to Portugal for maybe 3 or 4 days and I knew that I was going to propose to her there. So I took the ring oh, with me. Okay. Yeah. Took the ring it's with me. me. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> bit. And then I proposed to her in Portugal and uh, luckily she said yes.
0: And at that point though was were you because of your previous experience being engaged were you yeah. were you quite optimistic about this time around because I know some people When you go through perhaps an engagement or a long-term relationship um, and it doesn't work out, especially as you get older, that optimism begins to dwindle a little bit for a lot of people. Were you in that position or were you quite optimistic about the whole thing? No,
1: I was quite optimistic actually. Um, I think that past had kind of left me and I was kind of in the new new future, I suppose, in some way. Um, And I knew that this was going to work out. and it wasn't a case where I didn't have any feelings of, you know, of fear of mm-hmm. saying if I did propose, it'll be a neg- it'll be a negative response, um, and therefore I kind of went for it. So okay. there was no option. You know, I was, I was I knew that it was going to work out the way I wanted to.
0: Okay, um, I always find it interesting how a lot of my friends, like yourself, and other friends of mine who have settled down, the different ways they've they've met their their wives and. The things that led them to make that decision to propose yeah um i guess with myself personally i've never but i was married for a very short period of time but prior to that i never i i never took any relationship very seriously i was very casual about the whole thing i think i valued my freedom and my independence quite a lot but you know i think how old was i about i was 28 when i got married so when you spent 28 years just being pretty much mr carefree yeah that was a huge decision for me yeah um and even at that time i didn't have any any ideal woman in my mind i just knew yeah there's an attraction if we get on yeah Yeah. there's certain things qualities that you look for as i'm sure you did in Mm -hmm. that you found in asha but in terms of the long term i would never had sort of any qualities in mind that I wanted in that, in my ex-wife or any girl prior to her, yeah, uh, for the long term, and just the things that lead men to make that decision, they do vary. But I think that at the core, men want a woman who's virtuous or as virtuous as possible. You know, we've grown up in a Western yeah. society, right? Yeah. So as virtuous as possible, honest and loyal. Yeah. Which, uh, for me now. As I'm more experienced, they are the, the, in terms of personality, they are the three things that I look for. But it's becoming harder and harder to find those qualities in people.
1: For sure, I think there's a lot of difficulties now. I think I hear a lot of guys. I've got a friend who's single, yeah. Um, and again, he's you know struggling to find somebody. Um, and he said, he's saying it's, it's such a difficult time to even get to know someone, and all this, you know, all these websites and apps he's using them all but it's just not working out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it's very I would not say difficult. I think it depends on who you are as a man. Mm. Uh, in terms of what version of the girl that so, you're going to you so, Yeah. Yeah. So if I meet a girl and I'm acting all simpy and things like that, it's it's, it's quite evident that eventually she's going to she's not going to have that amount of respect for yeah. me and even that attraction dwindles right yeah, yeah so I think it's very much about who you are as a man your self-belief mm. and how you allocate your attention as well I think giving too much attention is not is not a good thing not.
1: yeah never definitely
0: uh, are you very conscious of that or is that how you've always been because I know you keep yourself extremely busy so
1: yeah I mean in terms of giving time and sort of you know spending time with I suppose with my wife, my wife Aisha it is about kind of having a bit of a balancing act. Yeah, um, We've got two little kids, so it's kind of managing their expectations, their day-to-day routines, and then making sure that my wife gets my time and I get my own time as well. That's the most important factor. You know, you need to give yourself time and have your own sort of time at the gym, time at work, whatever you're doing. Yeah, um, And that creates that kind of wanting and need from the other people as well.
0: I think that's hugely important. And I think that is where a lot of guys do get it wrong. I think you've got to, if you're not busy, find shit to do.
2: Yeah, totally. Uh,
0: It's as simple as that. Because I've never understood these couples that, especially being a man, I I can't understand couples where the men are always so heavily invest their time. Mm. And when that water runs dry, they are left yeah. absolutely devastated. Yeah. And it's like, I gave her my time, I gave her it everything. It's like, that was your main problem. <laughs> That's your main <laughs> yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you stop working on yourself, for example, and I'm, I'm saying this from experience yeah. that w- when I was married, because I had no clue really. What Mm. i was doing i had no actual previous experience of how to maintain yourself in a long-term relationship right um i completely just fully just dove in head first yeah Uh, but when you do that you actually forget to take care of yourself absolutely and so what happened in my experience is um i stopped i piled on weight because i was not putting attention into myself right and i truly believe if you if you don't look after yourself you, you're not going to be able to take care of others
1: right? exactly
0: um and then that journey back to get to your old self or an even better of yourself mm-hmm. is really difficult to climb back up that mountain um but luckily i was only married for two and a half years some, some right. men are spend you know even decades to get uh, with the woman yeah. they end up getting divorced and Maybe they're in the late 40s or early 50s. Yeah. You know, they're overweight, they're sad, they're depressed, they've got loads of other mental health issues going on at that time. Yeah. Um, And then they look out into what the current dating marketplace is and think, I'm never going to find someone. Yeah. Uh, And I do think that attitude is extremely wrong. I think as long as you uh, take care of yourself, you have physically, first of all, terms of your physique workout take care of your grooming yeah. you know and be presentable be your own brand that you put out into the Thank world for that. totally you, you, i think if as a man we do we do get better with age right
1: yeah we sure do
0: <laughs> so they say what well, there's a saying that women that men age like wine and women age like milk so <laughs> um i don't know how true that is but i think whether you're a man or a woman you should be taking care of yourself to give yourself the best possible option
1: yeah
0: um because how old are you now 44 see you look great for your age right so there's not many men your age who have been married or been in a relationship for 15 years yeah got a couple of you got a couple of kids as well yeah your belt. about yeah uh to that look as as good as you look but i know that you do take out that time for yourself
1: yeah no i definitely do i mean um you know obviously while i'm working that's my own time as well and yeah. then I go to the gym. That's my own time. I'll go and spend Saturday evenings. If I want to go out, I'll go out. Um, and you know, I shall know if I sort of say to look, it's, it's, you know, every, every sort of, sort of two, three, four months, I'll go out on a complete night out and I won't return till seven, eight in, in the morning. But that is a case where she knows that that's his time. He's going to go out, enjoy himself, come back home and he has to sleep. And then that's, she gives me, <laughs> that, she gives me that time as well but it's, it's, you know, it's kind of giving and taking. So if she wants to go do something, um, and she's very holistic, she does a lot of uh, therapy stuff and she le- likes to kind of educate herself. So she'll go away for weekends and do courses and that's her time. So I've got to give her that to be able to get back what I want. And that's, I think that's the healthy relationship part of it as well. You know?
0: And what do you think to guys who don't give their, their wives or girlfriends that, that time? <laughs>
1: Um, I think that's, it's, it's detrimental to your relationship because everybody needs their own time. Everybody needs to let steam off and do whatever you want to do. When you're stuck in each each other's pockets, it just, it winds you up too much because you're not able to let go of certain things. Um, and maybe you're not able to discuss certain things with your partner. And then because you're not able, you're not able to express it because you're in with each other all the time. It just builds up and there you get that issue and then you start having arguments and disagreements. That's a rocky road to go down.
0: But do you think, I I know when guys do it a lot, a lot of the times it's because they're very insecure, right? Uh, And I think when a man is insecure, an insecure man, well and truly knows deep down inside, he's got no real control over his, his life, life. yeah uh, and I don't mean control in a negative way I mean he doesn't have the respect mm. uh, from his wife or long-term girlfriend yeah for her not to go out and look elsewhere and I think that's a worry for a lot of men that's where a lot of the insecurities stem from yeah and I think when you're set in your position from the outside yeah things may look ideal that you know like you've got a wife that allows you to do that and you trust her enough to have her own time, mm. but not everyone is in that position. And I know both of you work have worked hard to put yourselves in that position yeah. where she can let you go off on a on a on a bender or whatever, yeah. just yeah. to let off some steam. Yeah, and you can then allow her to go away for her courses at the weekends, but not a lot of uh, couples are in that position where both of them can let either one do the other. Yeah with complete ease and peace of mind. Exactly. Um, And so would you say that you've had to build that trust or has it always naturally been No,
1: obviously you have to build a trust. I think it's been a case where over time she's got to know, we've got to know each other. We know what Mm -hmm. we each need from our own space and from space together as well. Um, And it's it's built over time, you know. I think she, obviously she knew, I'm a bit of a party head, so I will go out. She knew that. And I told her from the beginning. I said, "Look, this is what I'm like. I like to enjoy myself when I go out." Um, and I think the trust was built on the fact that she appreciates the fact that I can I can go out, have a good time, come back home, no issues at all. And on her side is you know I trust her because she I know what she likes to do. I know like what she likes to enjoy. She likes to develop herself. So those things kind of work together and. She even, she'll even she come out with me on weekends out as well. I'm not saying I go out by myself all the time. Um, and she sees what I'm like with my friends, and she sees you know that it's, it's nothing but a, a kind of a, a get-together and having a, having a good time together.
0: Do you guys share friends?
1: We have a few friends that we share. We've got a couple who we um, went away with a few years ago to a, a road trip in the States. We spent three weeks together, um, and we've never had done that before. Um, and going away with another couple for three weeks in the same car for journeys and same hotels, it was a bit worrying. It was like, are we going to okay? survive? Exactly. And we did. And, we, and you know, we see them quite a bit. They see us. We, we go out together a bit. So we do share a couple of friend circles together.
0: But it's very important on the flip side to have your own, T- totally. to have that own separate, in a way, your own. <laughs> path that you walk down yeah just for you for you, yeah. to, of course. just to develop as a for your own masculine development for your yeah. own that peace of mind you know to feel it's a great stress reliever i think it when is. you're with your boys with the people with your brothers who you trust yeah. with everything um i think to have that time is really important definitely and when, when I was married, that was one thing I didn't really have to deal with. Right. I did put that boundary down, that look, at this stage of my life, yeah. I have maybe three, four people that I really enjoy spending my time with. Yeah. And when I'm with those three, four people, I don't want to be asked what time I'm coming back, yeah. where I've gone, yeah. and who I'm with. Yeah. And to, be, to give her credit, she never did. Yeah. But that wasn't something that was natural. From the outside, even my friends were like, Man, your missus is awesome. Yeah. Because I used to, it used to be like five, six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> They'd be like, well, you, how come you're still out? You're not yeah. worried at all. No. Whereas most guys are like, I need to get back to my missus. Yeah. So from the outside, it was like, yeah, your missus is awesome. But what they don't know is at you, your own frame, how you handle, exactly, carry, carry yourself. Yeah. You've had to put that boundary down quite firmly. So, yeah. Because if you do it half heartedly, She's going to walk all over, of course. This, right, of course, it's female nature yeah. to test your boundaries, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, um, we've got to accept that, but it's up to you to be very firm on those things that are important for your own mental well,
2: exactly. That,
0: yeah, so I think that's where a lot of guys are suffering now mm-hmm. because they've not allowed themselves that time for that. Yeah, and you know, I don't have kids, uh, and I can imagine. There's two ways you can flip that, that you've got kids, so you, it's either a chore or it's it's a responsibility that you take exactly. on with pride. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it has to be as difficult as some men make, make it. it out to be that I've got missus and kids that yeah, That's a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of guys that don't have that. But it's up to you to put those boundaries in place. Even with your kids, I think that time should be allocated because I've been in house households where the kids do not respect the father figure at all, yeah. and growing up in a household where my father is a great man and very strong masculine figure in the house, but the reason why we used to get excited when he was home because he spent a lot of his time. He's still very independent, right? So he likes to be out and about and getting things done. Uh, obviously, he's retired now, but when he was working he had that time where he went to work. He spent time at home with his family Mm. and cared and provided for us, but then also had his time with his buddies where they went again on road trips, they went to different cities and they did cool shit together. Um, And he'd always come home with a story to tell, but it used to be exciting as well when he came back. Whereas I think that male presence is, if it's around too much, Anything that's in front of you too much, you lose value.
1: You do, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, even my parents, you know, we, we, we were born in Amsterdam, so we lived there for 10 years. Um, and then my dad, and same same as your dad, you know, my dad likes to do things. He likes to get out and do his own thing. Um, but in the household, he is a male presence. Um, yeah. And he was, you know, he at one point decided that enough was enough and there was no opportunities for him or the family. Picked up the family and came to the UK in 1989. Um, and again, that there was those values that he brought with him and that he mom, he and my mum have is work hard, play hard, but at the same time mm-hmm. you have that respect for each other. And I think that's kind of how I was brought up and that's how I portray myself in my household, yeah. you know. Um, and it's, again, it's like work hard, play hard, and the kids know when my dad is saying something, I've got to listen and that's what it stands. Um, and I think Aisha kind of gets that a little bit as well. So.
0: No, no, I- <laughs> Uh, no, and I think that's that's great because uh, there's less and less uh, young boys who have that privilege. Yeah. So if they do have a male figure in the house, generally a lot of the times that male figure is quite weak, yeah. disrespected by their mother, um, and then they pick up on that yeah. as well, yeah. um, and then or the male there's no male presence at all in the house, yeah. at, at all. And you know, as loving as a mother's gonna be towards her children, is to bring up a son is something very different. There needs to be a certain point in the 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 son's life where she needs to let go and let the father handle yeah. it. I remember you know, growing up, my first so we live on a main road, my parents' house is on a main road, but we've got a huge garden. Right. But at the back there's a cul-de-sac. So Everyone knew each other, and we, you know, back in those days, kids used to actually play outside, right? Yeah. So we were playing football, and I got into an argument with two of the guys um, that were my age group. right? And they had older brothers as well. My older brother was around at that time. And so I remember going in to get my older brother, right? As (laughs) As you do. do. (laughs) As you do. And my brother was ready, and my dad said, hold on. He goes, What's wrong? Yeah. And I said, Oh, these two boys are they're picking a fight with me. And he goes, Well, what are you doing here? He goes, let what talk And I remember saying just being a, I think I was about seven, eight years right. old. Just shitting <laughs> because there were two yeah. of them. Um and I really did not I was I'm the youngest in, in my family, so like I've been growing up to that point, I've been brought up a little bit spoiled. Yeah. You know, you got the big brother protection and things like that um and so i really and he goes go and sort them out and i remember a, a huge crowd gathered right and i remember our next door neighbor he tried to stop it he goes no let them fight right and he stood there and watched and i took on these two boys right and i did really well actually. <laughs> i did really well to the point where because i was taking them both on at that time they kind of stopped, stopped stop. to get a bit stifle. Exactly. And my dad just stood there, didn't say a word. Yeah. And then when I went back into the garden, he goes, "Well, then, <laughs> I never mentioned it after, again. yeah, yeah." And I didn't understand it. I remember being quite confused at that time. But you know now, I thank you for that. Every exactly, day because because you need you need to get hit in the face a few times. Yeah, um, to get back up. You do this this yeah, yeah. and that that was the main thing. And he, you know, he's always said to me, "Look, there's nothing wrong with being knocked down." Yeah you need to get back up because life is going to always knock you down and people are always going to try and knock you down right and i think as a parent as a father i think if that's your ethos it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor but though that ethos and those principles that you can instill into your sons uh for them to be better men when they They grow grow. up of course i think that is priceless oh no
1: no doubt no doubt i mean even uh, today for example when cycling uh, and Aiden, we bought him a bike for his birthday, maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, we taught him to ride a cycle during COVID. And he managed to do it. But then we moved house. How old he now. Okay. So we moved. Ha- he's yeah, okay. he's at an age where he wants to do yeah. things and learn and stuff, which is good. Um, but then, he, then we bought him a bike for his birthday, moved house in the time, didn't get a chance to go out riding much. Um, so we, a couple of weeks ago, we took him out um, and then he started to ride around a car park. So he's all right in concrete. I said, look, today we're going to go out in the woods and ride. A bit worried because it's up and down. The terrain is different. But he managed to get up and do it. And he had a bit of a fall. I said, look, just get up, rub yourself down, get back up and go. And two or three times he did that. And eventually it was a case where well, dad. That's nothing. I can carry on doing it. So it's instilling that from an early age. Um, and I think Aisha mentioned the other day, so their first eight years is so crucial. First three years, four years, and then the first eight years, so crucial about development. Um, and that's sticking to me and saying right we need to develop my boys to be resilient to be strong to be like you say fall down get back up um, and in life they're going to yeah. have these issues you know and any, in any environment they're going to have these issues so they've got to learn from an early age
0: uh, yeah and I agree man and I think that's that's great that you're, you've you got that those values that you can pass down yeah. to them because you know I've had like, I've been around my nephews when they've fallen during football yeah. in the park yeah. It's all like, oh, I fell, I fell, and I'm looking at them thinking, you have no idea how many times you're going to fall, uh, or you're going to get knocked over, but you need to get back yeah. up. And um, it's so important. But you see a lot of kids like agents age, mm-hmm. eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years yeah. old, and they are <clears throat> just on a PlayStation, they're watching idiots on YouTube, yeah. and it's really worrying. And I'm sure you're aware of that. Is there any, yeah. any systems that you've got in place to make sure um, uh, that that stays under control?
1: I think we have the same situation. You know, Aiden's at the age where his friends are doing stuff and he's like, oh, I want to go home and watch this as well. And there was a period where we were kind of realizing there's a change in his attitude towards us, towards other things. And then we slowly started to get that YouTube off, YouTube kids off. And now it's only particular things that we allow him to watch. And that's changed It's a game changer because now he's changed his attitude towards us. So for example, we have a day and we say, right, no screens at all. And then uh, there's a moan. Oh, daddy, Bar, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored because they're yeah. used to the screens. But then they'll open the toy cupboard, find something, take something out, a puzzle, a game, and that's it. And you don't hear a peep from them because now the creation yeah. is going out and they might go and get a pen and a pad and start drawing. It's, it's just getting them away from these influences, let's say, you know, to get yeah. their own mind running. they create, you know, let your imagination run wild. Do what you have to do.
0: Uh, uh, and if you think about it, when you do something like hmm. that, um, they're at their natural, they're in their natural state. As humans, we weren't here, like kids are not, um, they're not born to just look at a screen all day. Totally. They need to develop. Of course. And that, I truly believe that development takes place in the real world. It's not. I think YouTube is a great. sort. if you like things like YouTube and the internet, if you're as an adult, I'm still very careful of the content that I consume. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because because influence is easy. As humans, we, we kind of take in something and eventually something clicks and you're like, actually, there's those little things that they're saying, they agree with me, but then eventually there's that switch and it slowly switches away to something different. And as humans, we can consume that very easily. Um, and you're right in doing that. You know, do do your due diligence, vet them, know what they're talking about, is what they're talking about, and then carry on if that's what you want to carry on listening to.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of people I've also found <laughs> that they're not living that life yeah. that that they're talking about. So I sort of uh, stop stop listening to their content or consuming yeah. it. Um, but I think as as your sons are growing up, the only content that they should be consuming is from their mother and father, yeah. right? Not they shouldn't be bought up by these idiots online. No. Um, but you're having because you and Aisha sound like a very sort of traditional couple in a very modern yeah. world, and so you're navigating through a marriage, but then parenthood in yeah. you know, a in in you know this woke yeah. environment that everyone's talking yeah. about how do you now how do you both navigate through that and do you have um any opposing opinions on this particular subject
1: um i i do have some opinions i think it's the case where look we've got two boys i want them to be boys and men you know and there's a lot of conversations happening about you can be a woman if you want to be a woman you can be a girl you can change your status and every everywhere i remember working in a practice once and uh a guy came in to book an eye test. And the general question is, Mr. or Mrs., you know, Mr. And I go, Mr. And he's like, no. Okay, so what is it? I'm going to have a sex change in a few weeks, so it's Miss. I was like, okay, fine. I think this is the first time, this was quite a while ago. So for me, my opinion is, look, for my boys, I want them to be boys. Unfortunately, sometimes there are cases where things change, and there has to be an acceptance. But as much as I can do what I can do, I will push them to stay where they, who they are and what they
0: are. I think that's awesome. <laughs> because I don't think... Um, the thing is, you know, when you... Uh, I think a lot of people get confused. You know, this whole thing about uh, being opposed to this, you know, um, a, a boy being a boy hmm. or a boy wanting to be yeah. a woman. People automatically assume that you're... Um, that you've got issues with people who are gay, lesbian, yeah. and all that. Sort of stuff. And I actually don't because I just think that's your yeah. business and that's your sexual orientation. Yeah. However, if I've got a son or a yeah. daughter, I want to bring them up. Exactly. As, you know, if I if I ever have a daughter, I want to bring her up to be kind, honest, and virtuous, yeah. and be pleasant. Be be pleasant to be yeah. around. Uh, and be caring to, and respectful towards people. And if I have a son, I want to bring him up to be a yeah. man because I do know, uh, I do know guys who are gay, but they're still very yeah. masculine. And at that point, you you forget all about sexual orientation. Of course, then. you know, you're not. It's not really on your radar because they're not prancing around <laughs> like queens. Yeah. But I think if you are, uh, <laughs> if you've been brought up to be a man, to see a man act anything other. Yeah then true to his nature, is, is um, it's very alien to me. I feel very uncomfortable around, around right. it. However, if someone's chill, it's, it's not really It's not. I mean, I
1: went out on the weekend. Uh, prime example, when I went to a friend's house mm. and there was a gay couple there. When I saw them and mm. physically started talking to them, it didn't, didn't cross my mind that they were gay at all. Until yeah. somebody else mentioned, oh, they're a couple. I was like, are you serious? They didn't look, they didn't, you know, it was nothing about them that seemed uh, like that they were gay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I've got no Not issue with that. But even if, even if there's, uh, I've known guys who are straight to still be very effeminate, yeah. and it still makes me feel <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't really enjoy it because they're extremely yeah. effeminate. They're, they're, um, and I think if you're a guy, you need to know how to
2: be, be amongst yeah.
0: men to the best of your yeah. ability. And more and more I see now is that a lot of guys aren't comfortable with each other. Because when I was at school, Hussein, um, I was neither like the really popular yeah. jock, but I wasn't the nerd right. either. But I could get on with yeah. everyone. I got on with the hard notes, <laughs> the little hoodlums <laughs> that came in, uh, the popular guys, and I was cool with yeah. everyone um but more and more i see that guys don't quite know how to interact with each other or be the guy who's the good middleman that can get along with everyone and and yet still do his own thing definitely and i've always been that way even through college as well um but you need to bring up boys to be able to interact with each other in a healthy way as they grow older um that's how i subconsciously judge another, another guy when I see mm. the men, I'll, I'll know that whether this is a guy that I want to sort of hang Have out with yeah, or know yeah. uh, on, on that sort of more, more of a personal level yeah. or someone that I just want to keep at arm's length and um, whether I'm going to be able to trust them or no, not no, because yeah. Yeah. You, you know just based on their behavior yeah. but um, so, so what steps do you take as a father then to make sure you can do as much as you can uh, to keep to teach them how to be men when, when um, they when they grow up.
1: I think it's like you know you know like I said today it's you know fall down get up um, you know if you, mm-hmm. you know, the I'm trying to get them involved in sports that are not mainly men's sports but you know just to be a bit more robust you know Aiden goes to taekwondo yep. on a Monday. He plays football on a Thursday. So, awesome. you know, now he wants to go cycling. They climb trees. They play football in the garden. Um, I go to the gym. So as I started to bulk a little bit, I was quite proud of it. And I was, you know, I was showing my muscles off. And then they're like, oh, daddy's bulking up a little bit. So now they'll stand in front of the mirror. They'll pull out their muscles. And they're like, oh, Aiden's like, I want to go to the gym. Aaron will be like, oh, I can lift this, daddy. Look at me. So there's those little, yeah, little parts awesome. where I'm like, okay, look, these are the little things I'm instilling in them. And hopefully that will create that 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 manly kind of sort of um mentality you know and keep that going and just keep pushing on that
0: and the thing is uh saying that you're actually doing the work yourself in order to make that happen because going to the gym and bulking up and building muscle is not easy you know but you're sort of working hard you're 44 i know you're only as you're you're only (laughs) as as you feel right but, in order to be able to say that I feel good at forty four, yeah. you need to be healthy sure. in, in some way, and for you to then do the work in mm. the gym in order to be that example yeah. for yeah. your sons um and even if you had a daughter it's a great example same for as her. for her to measure up look you know I grew up with my father always being in shape, so i'm not going to take take on some <laughs> some out of shape. Yeah. Loser! I want a guy who's yeah. in shape, uh, who's going to be able to yeah. protect me and take care of me because that's what I saw exactly. my father yeah. being my whole life. Right, uh, but that as as a man yourself, that takes hard work. It's constant it hard is. work, um and to to go to the gym and yeah. push weights, which I think less and less guys are doing now. I remember growing up, it was yeah. the rage, um and it was it was something was. good, right? But you don't really see No, no. I mean, for me,
1: it was a kind of a change. I think we went on holiday last year or a year before. Um, And I said to to my wife, I said, look, I want to be. The thing is, I think it was a case where I saw other people on holiday before and they are like looking in good shape. I was like, hang on, I look a little bit scrawny here. What's going on here? Yeah. So I said to my wife, I said, look, I'm going to take my gym stuff and I'm going to try and aim to go to the gym every morning. And I got up the first first day, went for half an hour, 45 minutes, then an hour. Then it became regular. So over the 10 day holiday, Went five or six times. Mm. And I said, well, so look, I can do it. I'm going to come back and continue doing it. And I have. And it's actually yeah. seeing the change, seeing the benefits of it. And it's not just physical. It's mental as well, you know. Mental. And that's, yeah. it's kind of eases pressure. It eases your day. If you go, I, I sometimes go early morning. And your day starts off so well. And you see your steps in your day. And it changes the whole way that you put yourself forward and have your day. And then you come back and you feel a bit more relaxed.
0: But I think you've got the hardest part of your day out of the way, and it's a big win. Where even if you yeah. go for some cardio or you go yeah. to you go to lift weights, so I I started I started a workout program. I'm in my third right. week now. <clears throat> but on the lifting days, I go lift three days right. a week, um, and I go with okay. my cousin. And we both got very different mm-hmm. goals, but just uh, the brotherhood of doing Together. it together i i found that it does helps you uh because you're achieving like my my strength strength gains have been remarkable over the course of the last three weeks and yesterday you know when you're able to do two kg more five kg more especially on things like your chest and uh because that's quite hard to get pushing yeah uh to get pushing but there's like you said yeah you feel great it's a you're always sore in a good way yeah right but the shift in your mentality it's, is phenomenal it's, it's, like in mine i found to be like it's been a difference of night and day and i think do you know why i think that is the same? i think we were born to yeah. do that and so you're staying true to your nature as well because this obesity thing has only been around the last yeah. 20 years especially yeah. in the uk because people generally used to keep themselves eat trim because people used to go out and work and do exactly. manual labor jobs like that um so we're only beginning i've only noticed it especially in the last 10 years where i've noticed people getting bigger yeah. and bigger but when you go out and you lift heavy shit and you feel good afterwards i think it's because we are staying true to our masculine nature yeah. by doing that because in you know hundreds of years ago men used to go out they used to go yeah. hunting they fought in on the battlefield so they trained all the time Um, that's why the mentality was different but I think you know the way the food has been designed uh, that they service is meant to slow you down mentally make you lazy make you feel uh, lethargic and complacent and complacency I think it's
2: dangerous very very dangerous
0: dangerous. really dangerous and I've been there myself and like I said that climb up the mountain is a lot harder uh, when you've allowed yourself to go to, to the bottom, go, you know, exactly. slide down the mountain, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, so coming back to yeah. marriage and how you navigate through that, uh, would you say you've got a formula for success?
1: Um, I think I've, I'd say our, cause it's a, it's a togetherness really. Mm. Uh, the success comes from me speaking to Aisha with my plans, her plans, you know, we kind of changed our life, uh, in just after the pandemic. Um, and it was a case where, look, I had, I had an idea and I said to my, I said to Aisha, look, this is what the plan is. This is what I want to do. What's your thoughts about it? And I think it's that bouncing off ideas. If my idea is absolutely rubbish and she says the same, that's not going to work. Fine. I'll go and do my due diligence. And if I can battle that negativity, I will. But if it's, if I even feel like, no, it's not going to happen. And I think Aisha's right. Then fine. So be it. But if I know that I'm right, I'm going to fight that battle. And Aisha knows that. And then when I come back to her, she will agree, say, right, you know what? You've done your work. You've done your research. I think it was going to work. And we changed our life drastically. Yeah. We, you know, we, we've done a few things that nobody else would do. Um, it's a very difficult situation to change around. Um, so I think that my formula is talk, communicate. Um, we, we communicate very well. Um, and we give time to each other as well. Um, and that's giving sort of, you know, your, your, your suppose your your um, your love and your presence to each other and I think that formula has to be yeah. solid in a marriage and therefore we're lasting yeah. as hopefully
0: well yeah. uh, good on you for doing so it's, it's, it's difficult um, but I think Hussein, maybe maybe because I'm on the outside yeah. uh, looking in that perhaps you don't realize how strong a frame without you yeah. knowing you've built because when i found that when a guy has a weak frame in a in a relationship it doesn't matter like how Mm. many plans he makes if it gets vetoed from the woman there's not much he can do and we've certainly spoken about we're not we're not going to go into detail on this but um we've spoken about you know the things that we do outside of a career to to create a revenue stream um and i've always admired your approach and so it's not so much what you do yeah. outside of your career to support your family, it's the way you do it. And I, t- I think I told you the first time we discussed it, that there's so many yeah. guys who have tried to do it that way, but have never been able to yeah. get the support yeah. of their wives. Um, And there's various mm-hmm. reasons for that. But the fact that you were able to, I've always admired that, but I've always thought to myself that he perhaps he doesn't realise this yeah. frame in all of that, and how you frame it, maybe it's the salesman <laughs> yeah. in us as well, maybe it's the sales professional in you, but um because even in sales in order to um, to to, yeah. to close the sale, so to speak, your frame has to you have, to have the strongest frame out of yeah. you and your client right in the end because you've won and they've, they've trusted you enough yeah. to go along with you uh, and I think it's the same in uh, a marriage where the husband has got yeah. a set plan uh, especially in the field that you're yeah. in outside of work and to get that kind of support and that agreement you're you, you've perhaps got a stronger brain than you, yeah, maybe, you yeah. realize um but i think when, when you've got a plan you can have belief when you're presenting it yeah to the world right and that's automatically going to make you a yeah. bit more authoritative.
1: When you're presenting it, uh, yeah. when you're
0: presenting it as well, um, w- but when you when you decided to yeah. do things a certain way uh, before you presented the idea yeah. to your wife, were you 100 percent set that this is the way I want to do it, and there's not going to be oh. any other way that we do it, and I know what's best yeah. for my family, and I'm going to lead them because it is of a course it of is
1: no, totally. Like, uh, I, think, I think you're right. I think for me it was hundred percent set. This is what I want to do, and it's, there was no doubt that it wasn't going to work. I think in my mind, I'd set my plan, yeah. I'd visualized it, you know, and even bef- even as it was happening, I would say stuff to Aisha, and she would be like, "Are you crazy?" And then a day, about a week later, it would actually happen. So it was like, look i'm setting plans in life and I'm sending it out, and it, it would just work out. And I think then when that's when Aisha realized like this plan is gonna work and it's hundred percent this this guy is solid. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna make it happen. But
0: the, you remember, <laughs> Telling is telling not selling, not you're selling, right. right. <laughs> you, you know, telling is not selling. You have to you have to give the you have to give real life examples. Yeah. You have to actually show well, your I think, idea you know, it was all on paper.
1: I said uh, to Aisha, look, look at these figures, this is what it is, this is how we how yeah. it's gonna happen, this is what it's gonna take us to. Um and some of it was, you know, over exaggeration, but she was like it, you know, it started to make sense to her. And that's when she... Yeah, salesman, salesman, thanks, exactly, salesman's Exactly, it is, privilege. it is. Um, and then she kind of grew to the idea and we we kind of developed it.
0: Yeah. No, again, that's, you know, I said to you from the beginning that I, I mean, I would want to do it yeah. the way you're doing it, but I've known other guys mm. tried to do it that way and haven't been able to get their wives on board and it's like well just yeah. need a stronger frame because you know if you're yeah. weak from the beginning um, you're not going to get her on board no. with things like that it's very difficult um, so you would Definitely. say communication um, are there so I guess what I want to ask is do you as her husband do you do you consider yourself responsible for her behaviour when she's, you know, when you're out? So, mm. say, sometimes you go yeah. out together in a club uh, yeah. or a bar, you're at a party, right? Um, so, a lot of guys yeah. don't feel comfortable doing that for obvious reasons. Or if they do, they they always end up yeah. some ruckus with someone because there's, with his there's women, there's, <laughs> there's drama yeah. just waiting to happen, right? Um, with yourself, though, uh, do you do you say to yourself well i'm not responsible for her behavior so i'm not going to get insecure if some other guy tries talking to her or some guy just acts yeah. because if it's you're gonna, in a bar or it's going to happen club, it's, yeah. something's going to happen because not even the guy has purposely said oh she's yeah. with that guy so i'm going to go yeah he's just going to hit on her he's not going to be he's not going to think about who she is no no about of course about who she's with he's just going to hope." How do you handle that? Do, you, do nah. you step up straight away or do you allow her just
1: to some, handle it yeah. to a
0: certain point? As long as it's all I think good, back in you a, know, like it's, it's a case of, no, I'm here Yeah, with yeah her I think
1: with back in the in day, I would have just stepped up straight life. away. said, so what are you doing? But over time, I've realized she can handle herself, no problem, you know. And again, it will be a case where yeah. somebody will go and talk to her. I'll be standing with my friends or whatever, and she will be the person to say, look, I'm married. There's my husband's there and left alone. Mm-hmm. But should that continue that if it's yeah. harassment, then yeah I will step up and will not take no shit for anybody
0: Yes yeah. I think that's the best way i, I actually um, i don't I can't be responsible for the woman's behavior because if I yeah. try and say to her don't yeah. talk to anyone, for example, I'm forcing her against her to yeah. go against what she actually wants to do so but if naturally she's able to she mm-hmm. can handle a guy hitting on her um and very like in her own way let yeah. me know that you know i'm good someone i'd rather leave that to her yes like you said if it gets out of control you have to then and of course. if it's obviously your wife or your girlfriend who who, who you yeah. hear about um, then
2: yeah. you
0: know you get up and protect but i literally can't like i've been on dates the saying with some pretty girls and it's a case of if I'm going to use the restroom and I've come back, yep. it could be the waiter hitting on her. It could be anything, but I can't be responsible no. for her behavior. If she says, if she's just polite and then she's like, oh, yep. you know, my date's back or whatever. Yep. That, again, that's all good. But if she's going to get carried attention. away with that, flip, yep. the, 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 the attention, then in my mind, I know <laughs> like, okay, this is, yep. this is not right yep. for me. Exactly. And it's not right for you. You know, um so I've never understood why guys just oh, lose shit. their shit. I think
1: it's this ego. Um that's what kicks in, right? I mean when they talk about ego it's like oh hang on that's my yeah. wife or that's, that's that's my bird and you're not, you're not doing anything with her. And I think it just like you say let her control
0: Yeah, yeah but dude dude if it if it is yeah. your bird quote unquote that's different. Guys who are just friends with the girl who secretly they secretly yeah. harboring feelings oh that that's different when other guys when other guys and i've been in that situation where you know you go to, you're in a bar you're in a club you hit girl, yeah. she's with a male friend and just the the uh yeah. jealousy that can take place uh because you're able to do something that yeah. they secretly want to do but what they thought is yeah. oh, let me just go in the friendship route which i'm yeah. completely against i don't think i don't think uh most guys can be uh friends with an attractive girl because as men it's just not it's not it's not in our nature right um i think if you've got loads of women in your life you've got like an abundance of women i think then you can pick and choose who you want to be friends with but i think i think for the average guy he Mm -hmm. doesn't have that um and so when he just says that yeah i'm just friends with this girl and pretends to be a friend i think it's bullshit and I'll stick to that to till my dying breath. A lot of people right. disagree with me. Uh, but I'm just like, yeah. no, I'm actually yeah. being honest with you. Um, and I've had girls that are, at the beginning, I think they try and test you. Right. So they're like, well, Makes if it sense. doesn't work out, can, no. we, can we be friends? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Why? Because why would I want to be, yeah. why would I pretend to be your friend when I'm attracted yeah. to you, when I've got yeah. physical attraction towards you uh, and my yeah. intentions are not to be your friend? and bro you know when you get that out the way when you overcome that oh no of course you friend ever again um and you want that really because that is a Definitely. different energy she'll bring yeah. to the relationship the, the 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 interaction but coming back to the point of being uh insecure when you're when you see another guy mm. talk to a girl that you're with i think depending i think you've got that down Pat, I think it's got to be a case of no, I can't yeah. be she can handle it. Yeah. If it gets out of hand Definitely. then I'll step in. Um but most cars get they just fly. Yeah,
1: you see I've seen it happen. Right. And it's just not a good good outcome.
0: <laughs> it's not a good look, exactly. It's not, it's not, look, it's yeah, not a good look. the outcome, but yeah, it's, it's not a good it's look. It's not a good look, man. Yeah. I think if it's, if it's a girl that you've seen casually, no. you can't hold yourself responsible. If anything, if you're clever, you should then assess her during that period and say Right that should be sort of a way that you yeah. gauge how into you she is because if she's flirting with other guys you're doing definitely you're not, not definitely you're not doing not. something right basically um okay cool right so okay. i want to so i've got a few notes here uh, i want to know uh, uh, I want to first of all before we get into other things i wanted to know why you think a lot of men are getting
1: um I mean, there's so many different uh, variables on this, but I think the main thing is it's it's become that sort of element of um, how how much how how deep is your pocket? There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually when they start relationship is all good. Everyone's you're you're it's being lavish. Everyone's everything's good. Eventually, it becomes a bit more of a a chore to keep doing that, and then there's a realization that actually I'm not getting what I wanted to get. What was happening previously, Um, and therefore it's a breakdown. And there's no, I really a bit stuck to be fair to answer that question. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I think I think I see where you're going. Uh, I think the the problem is. yeah, within the Asian community, right? I've seen this. I don't know about anyone else, but I've seen. I've been to weddings. Certainly, where they've dropped easily oh, yeah. between seventy to one hundred k. But then they're taking the girl back to a ghetto, you know, like it's a terraced house somewhere mm. in in the ghetto. And what you've done is you've set such a false precedent because your yeah your wedding has been so lavish, right? And you've you've hired a Rolls Royce
2: yeah.
0: uh, or a Bentley or whatever. <clears throat> that, that day you might feel like the man, but in reality, a lot of the times, you are then taking her home uh to uh like you mm. like a small house, all of her dreams, all that yeah all of her imagination, all those expectations, yeah. they've been shattered, right? Um or it could be that she believed in your potential yeah and you had a lavish wedding but then she's a few years and you're doing yeah that's sweet true for yeah, yeah. In your life still and so and so she doesn't stick around i think financial, that's a huge yeah. element i think the financial uh, element is huge um i also think again we talked yeah. spoke about frame earlier i think frame is such an important aspect of keeping mm-hmm. that attraction alive And a lot of guys, they stop being the guy that she was attracted to in the first place. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you if you approach a girl, you get with a girl while you're in the peak of your like we were talking about the gym. So you're always at the gym. You're always you know pushing weights and you've got (laughs) a six pack. But now you've got this girl that you've wanted. You settle down and all that's disappeared over time. There is a big chance Depression. that yeah, no that She's going to do attraction for you. Um, um, so I think personally, I think it's all about your frame, and I think those other things come to yeah. come into that. The financial yeah. element comes into that as well. Is that a part of your frame? Are you in a position because? although yeah. I was married for a short time. Um, you know, and I, I. I think it's been mm-hmm. about six years since i've been divorced um but there's so many things yeah. that i learned off the back of that and i think to be financially stable was a major major thing that i learned and i think just making yeah. sure that i'm strong enough as a man to to now if i was to meet someone and settle down again that yeah. i'll be able to hold yeah. that frame throughout the rest of my life you know so a guy who's financially, lot, he, yeah. he's, he's got his shit on lock. Um, he's got his fitness um, down pat. And he is that guy, you know, yeah. that, that goes out, makes things yeah. happen, takes care of himself. And it's a bit of a mystery as well. I think guys stop becoming a mystery. And she's you've got to keep her on edge. You've got to keep her on her toes yeah. to keep that tension there, uh, to keep that fire burning. And I think... Uh, you know, guys who haven't got their yeah. finances straight, don't take care of themselves, um, right. are not able to excite yeah. her in any in any way or keep her excited um, and, you know, become yeah. soft, emotional and ins- insecure. Uh, that's when you're divorce. headed for yeah. uh, divorce. I think when I I you... Think when you must the guy, the other, divorce,
1: th- other things that come to mind life. is you know, the pressures of life at the moment as well. Those do break down because, you know, you've got your work mm-hmm. element, you've got your life, your home life element. Uh, you got a pressure from from your missus, oh, pick up the kids, do this, do that. Why have you not done this? Why have you not done that? It's that constant rep- repet- repetitiveness of that as well that will break down the marriage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I think, but imagine if you go into a marriage uh, where you are, you've got your finances yeah. and your fitness, for example. You've got yeah. those locked down pretty well. You're Wife would not because you're out there because the man that she met and fell yeah. for was a guy who was always out there working to pick up the kids. No, she's not going to expect you to do that. She's going to allow you to be in your masculine and go out and work yeah. and make it happen for the family yeah, yeah, and to be able to provide and protect for them, okay. Um, and you know all the like you see like in tesco's uh, you know when you go <laughs> yeah. when you do a midnight run to tesco's or a supermarket you see some really miserable guys <laughs> with uh, walking <laughs> with with their wives or girlfriends yeah you know like having to pick up nappies and stuff and you know like i've seen that over the last few years and i've always said to myself you know what if i become if yeah. i get married again and i become a father i want to make sure i've got so you much money that yeah. that midnight tesco run for nappies you don't have to do it because you know you can afford to have buy them in bulk and have have. a house big enough to have keep all that
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah like to store those things right um it's different yeah of course right who are just perhaps building a life when i when i see guys in their 40s or the same age as me yeah 38 or older and they they look miserable Right, And they're like, oh, God, I'll pick up nappies, this, that, and the other. I want to be in a position yeah. to say, look, babe, yeah. everything's sorted. There's a big shop. Everything's yeah. there. Baby yeah. food, you don't have to worry about it ever yeah. running out. Nappies, you don't have to worry about running out. And I think a lot of guys don't think about it's true. that when they get married. Like they think, oh, you married, know, yeah, finally, there's a girl that's willing to marry me. We're going to have this yeah. beautiful life together. You know, Hollywood and Bollywood have... have really ruined people's perception of reality um and they teach i think they they teach guys to act in a way that is in in the real world very unattractive i want to touch up on this really quickly i sort of half jokingly mentioned the ameho reality tv series and um I remember my sister telling me to watch it and I was like yeah. oh, it's a reality TV about Ame Khan. I'm not really that bothered. But she goes, No, you gotta right. you gotta watch the way his wife yeah. is with him. It's like it's like cringe. But sort sit sitting down and watching a few episodes um I really, really feel sorry for that guy because he Mm-hmm. He is, uh, I think, two times world champion boxer, multi-millionaire, and genuinely seems like such a nice guy. And he genuinely uh, seems yeah. thankful for everything he's been able to achieve in life. And he's with this average-looking girl who's had loads of enhancement done. And I don't think really... She was no one when he met her. I don't yeah. think she brings much to the table now. But she, he is completely disrespected her, regardless of all of his achievements mm-hmm. and all that he's able to provide, I don't know if you managed I, to. Catch I did, yeah. Any one clip uh, where they were being interviewed,
1: um, and it was. I think they went on a bit of a holiday with the with the girls, and uh, he was there. She was who they were asking about what you know what what kind of uh, what would you like about each other? Um, and American, you know, she's a lovely mother. She's a lovely wife. She's um, she's loving, caring. And then it was like flip side to her. What's, what, you know, what do you like about Amir? Oh, he's rich. A couple of other things and then he's rich. So his thing's like, oh, sorry, just because I'm rich. <laughs> so it's like, hang on. Why, why is that something that you need yeah. to mention twice, really? really? Or even mention at all?
0: Well, I mean, he should yeah. sit there and think, well, if she's mentioned that twice, then the woman that I'm with, who's unfortunately, yeah. you know, the mother of my children at this point, is extremely shallow and that is the only reason Mm. mainly why she's with me because she's i think to to be in his position he's technically what they'd say is a high status man because he's he's famous he's he's a world boxing champion and he's a he's a multi-millionaire um and so when he goes out into the world people will know who he is he's a celebrity right so he's technically high status yeah like i said seems like a really really nice guy um, but i think that's part of his problem is that he will then accept yeah. the the sh- she throws at him um and he should he needs to stop and think wait a minute wh- yeah. is this actually for real you know is this woman with me because she wants to be with me because i actually can't see any from her side um i can't can't see that attraction i think she puts on a few things for the camera like yeah you know we love each other but i think she's she is prepared to embarrass him in front of the world as well um and then they also show if you watch an episode in its entirety you'll also see her complain about him to her friends and it's all oh, i mean stressing me out and xy like how yeah. is he stressing you out you were nothing when you met him and you are now uh living in mansions and able to travel the world he's invested he's, in yeah, your makeup yeah. line and all all, yeah. all these things if he's
1: provided to deal
0: with it you know yeah. uh, you shouldn't be he's provided uh i re- i feel sorry for the guy and um he, if only he yeah. realized how much power he has, you know, how much leverage he has in that uh, relationship because he could easily turn around to her and say, "Look, if you carry on the way you're carrying on, I can go out and get yeah. twenty of you. You're not going to be able to do that. You're exactly. not going to find many guys yeah. in my position at my age. Uh, so mm. I suggest you just <laughs> yeah. shut up and just know your role a little bit because uh, there's plenty of women that would be that would be completely loving yeah. loyal uh, and respectful towards yeah. him mainly because of the status of god he is i think it is it's not let's not just make her, her out to be the bad one more of this i think he needs to sit back as a man and just look back at that going wrong and see, yeah right what am i doing where am i going yeah. wrong because i've got i've got all this going on for myself and yet i still can't get the respect of this wife yeah this woman, who I who I'm calling my wife, yeah. was prepared to embarrass me publicly. I, I mean, I what, think same as you, really. I you, thought, why, you know, when you why, why
1: clip? stand for that? Because I wouldn't stand for that if if Aisha was in that position. You know, she, yeah. she was she was talking like that. Uh, but again, like Aisha, likes to watch all this kind of you know, all this trash TV. So I always say, look, it's some of it's scripted, uh, a lot of it's drama is yeah. created for the TV. But at the same time, you know, it's, when I when I watch that clip mm. particularly it wasn't a. it wasn't no it wasn't drama it was exactly how she you know it, what drama. She, it was it was her basically how she how she is
0: yeah and uh, you know he's there's one episode where he's invested in right. her, her makeup brand or something and then he agrees to be in a commercial for it but they've got him as her chauffeur and he's just going along with it, like, oh, yeah, I'll be your this be... Like, Dude, yeah. if it wasn't for you, this would not be happening for her. Um, and the fact that she's asking you to do that and you're agreeing is it, just so yeah. negative of yeah. who wears the trousers in that relationship. And you see them. You right. see there's certain times where she certainly manipulates him, and it's quite obvious. And I just sit there shaking my head, like... I'm flabbergasted by it all because I'm like, gosh, if I was in your position, yeah sort of forget yeah. your status as a boxer or a celebrity. But just yeah. with uh, from the financial aspect to to be a multi millionaire at that level, I would not especially for a girl that yeah that at best I think is a six and a half on the scale, even with all that yeah. advancement, she yeah. was actually prettier before she had work done, I think. Um but she's an average-looking, very average-looking girl, and there's there's nothing even about average. her. Personality
1: no, I mean even you're is, talking about that clip or that or that episode. You know? I, I mean, I could never envisage Aisha even turning around and saying, "Oh, I'm going to do an advert. You be my chauffeur." That would even ever cross her mind. I mean, that's just low. It's just too low. Yeah, it is. It is.
0: Too low. Too low. But hopefully. I hope this guy comes to his senses because he could he could go out and get a girl that's yeah even with the same personality as his current wife but ten times better looking. I could like understand to a point, um, perhaps empathize a little yeah. bit if she was like a complete ten out of ten, and she was acting that way. But this is a very average looking girl with not a gr- mm. like I can't see anything. She's not funny in any way. She's not. There's nothing about her personality where you're like. Yeah, up, those yeah. qualities that you see that you want in a woman necessarily. Um in that and she's position. extremely yeah, yeah, definitely. privileged to be in that position. Um yeah. and he he clearly has value for her. I think he truly loves her. But he, he, he's just a bit um he seems a bit oblivious to what is going on. And I think if you turn around tomorrow and say, real, yeah, Look. Yeah. what what's her name? Fralial her name is. If he says, look, you know, I'm going to leave you, but I will give you so, yeah. 50% of what I'm worth, she'd take that. Because she, I think it's quite, it's quite, um, yeah. It's quite blatant to see actually that she's not, her. she doesn't right. desire him as much as he desires her. Um, and I think it's that, that element of attraction and desire is extremely important. So I think I, yeah. that, what that showed me is that you can be a celebrity millionaire, but if your frame isn't right,
1: Things would not be right. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: then you still got no hope. <laughs> yeah, so It takes a lot does. of self-work, no, you know. It takes a lot of self-work because now we're seeing him in the latest season. Right. He's retired from boxing and he's extremely depressed. But what he's doing is he's um, talking to her about his problems as opposed to, to really right. going out there and finding other things to do to keep him occupied and to make him feel like he's got purpose. And I feel for the guy yeah, because they say that about a lot of boxers, right? But when they retire, they find it really hard to to find purpose in other things.
1: But he's got so many friends
0: that he can speak to, his male friends, his brothers. But he's treating her as a therapist. And you can see her attraction level just diminish over time. And the more that happens, the more she's right, ending. Right. She, you see her disrespect him as well, and that dynamic is quite um, astonishing in real time. Uh, when you see it happen in real time, mm. in, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah, watch it actually so, because uh, yeah, not, i not only watch that little clip, but on
2: the, yeah,
0: if you watch it from the way, no, no, exactly. It, it's, yeah, don't watch it because that, it's reality yeah. TV show. If you watch yeah. it for that dynamic bet- between that couple, it's, it's that's really cool. interesting to see what's actually going on there. Um, but, um, so that's, all right. Let's. I think I've taken up enough of your time, uh, uh, this evening, but is there, are there any parting words that um, you want like to uh, share with the world in, what in sort in of um, how to
1: navigate, how we navigate, I suppose in navigating, a successful marriage, I suppose. Um, I think, like I said earlier, it's, you know, yeah. communicate with each other, yeah. talk. Um, you know, I think we discussed it. Don't give everything away. Have that little suspense that keeps it going as well. Um, but, you know, I think making a marriage work successfully in this day and age is that communication factor. And it is giving time to each other and having your own time. Um, but at the same time, be a bit mysterious, you know, uh, be yeah, be your own man. Of course, yeah, and uh man that would be the be your yeah, that will be my words.
0: <laughs> the they're great words to end this with, my friend. So thanks for having uh, me, uh, Naomi. No thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed it. Um, let's do another one soon. We won't talk about yeah, how you like marriage and definitely the modern world or whatever. We'll, we'll pick something else. I'm sure uh, sounds it'll good. Be interesting to talk to you about other topics as well. So. Definitely. Uh, Thanks, Thank Nabi. you once again. I'll speak to you soon, my friend.